Welcome to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. We're passionate about helping you restore your metabolism for confidence, energy, and fat loss without giving up the foods you love. We're your hosts, Josh and Brittany. Listen for simple, easy-to-follow tips and strategies that you can start implementing today to get long-term results. We're so glad you're here. Let's go ahead and jump into the episode. Welcome back to the Pretty Healthy Family Podcast. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Good. Good, good, good. Let's jump right in. What's our topic for today? So the topic I wanted to talk over today, um, and this was really inspired by a couple videos I've seen recently, um, and this book that I read about essentialism and just what are the basics. And I feel like my life dream is to become a minimalist, <laughs> even though... You're definitely a wannabe minimalist. I'm a wannabe minimalist. I guess I like to call it... I want to be a minimalist. I just haven't figured out what I want to be a minimalist with yet. (laughs) Uh, So I keep choosing different things and be like, this is what it's going to be. It's gray t-shirts for a while there. I still love my gray Um, (laughs) t-shirts. But but, you minimized. (laughs) But I minimized to a few gray t-shirts. So what is that minimalist, essentialist concept? How do we relate that to health? Um, And working with so many clients and talking with people on a day-to-day basis I feel like there's this growing movement of people just being so confused when it comes to health. They're getting just attacked on social media from all different ways on spinach is better than kale. Five workouts a week are better than three workouts a week. Uh, Walking is the best and you should never run. And then you have the runners saying you need to do some cardio. It's just super confusing. So what is the minimalist, essentialist, view on health. That's what I want to talk to. I love it. I think that's, that's so important. And it's kind of funny because if you look back, like historically, people never thought about these things. Mm-mm. It was, they ate what was available and what made them feel good. They were so much more in tune with their bodies. Whereas now we're in, we're flooded with social media and all these advertisements everywhere. And this weight loss pill, or this thing will do that. Like, it's like you said, it's just so confusing when there was a time when everything was just so simple and health wasn't really on the table unless you got bit by a spider or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something some crazy. Is, like very <laughs> random. And I, I feel like every <laughs> single influencer I've ever seen just makes this like, what if a saber tooth tiger came around? Um, and I feel like saber tooth tigers were a big deal back in the day because everyone uses that as the, <laughs> they like, <must> have been. <laughs> as the metric of this is what... A rough life is about. You're always scared of saber-toothed tigers. (laughs) Um, So we're glad those are extinct. Yeah. Um, All right. So in an essentialist view of health or minimalist view of health, for me, the starting point is I have to be okay with where I'm at. Mm -hmm. What does that mean to you? I think that's... For me, the most important of all, because if you look at that from a weight loss standpoint, if COVID came around, for example, we were talking about this earlier, and this was the example you used, and someone gained 10 pounds and you're not okay with that, you need to take a look inside and ask yourself why, because you're the same person. It's okay to not be okay with the weight gain, but you should still be okay with who you are inside as a person. So this, I think, is the most important of all. Yeah, and that's really why I like that it's the starting place for anyone's health journey is be okay with where you're at. There was a reason 
that those 10 pounds, whatever that may be, that you're in that position. Like you said, COVID, that was a super stressful time. And during those stressful times, we just kind of start grasping for straws. And maybe that straw was a pretzel or a pizza um, in terms of things <laughs> to calm us down. And there was a reason. And that worked because mm-hmm. we needed to reduce that anxiety. So whatever reaction you had to that stress in your life, that was a period of time. And now we're entering into another period of time. But the foundation for all of that has to be, I'm okay with who I am. I'm proud of the journey I've been on and I can build upon that in that next phase. And that's so important because losing weight is easy. If you've gained that 10 pounds, it's really not that big of a deal. You can lose that weight, but if you're not going to be happy with yourself at 10 pounds heavier, you're not going to be happy, happier with yourself in a smaller body either. So I think it's about creating that awareness with yourself. I think that's the beginning of that snowball effect. Mm-hmm. And we talk about this a lot with our clients when they come to us and they say, I would like to lose 10 pounds. And probably two, three, maybe four months into it, we see that that metric of success of losing the 10 pounds becomes very minimalized, where we start saying, they start saying, I'd rather build these healthy habits to build a healthy life. Mm-hmm. And because we know once they reach that goal of the 10 pounds, I'm like, how do you feel? They're like, yeah, it wasn't really that big of a deal. In the end, the 10 pounds wasn't what I was looking <laughs> for. It was how do I build a healthy life? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I think one of those, something that's also really important too, is it goes back to that you versus you mentality. That's so important because if you're constantly comparing yourself, if you're scrolling on social media, maybe you need to put that down because if it's making you feel bad, then how are you going to be okay with yourself and okay with wherever you at in terms of your body shape? It is about in creating those experiences and being okay with who you are first and foremost. And then it's going one step farther and perhaps achieving those physique goals that you're looking for. Yeah. And the mental health aspect of this, I feel like I say this every week, it has to go along on that journey. And with those reasons why we gain the weight, if we're doing that comparison thing, we're lacking something internally. And we have to answer those questions in addition to eating a healthier diet, exercising and all those things. We have to have our soul, our mind, our spirit come along on that journey. So So how would you say that someone does that? I mean, because it's all good and fine to say you need to be okay with yourself, but you know, there's someone out there listening to this who's saying, okay, great. How? (laughs) Yeah. I'll be the first one to say this. It's not easy. This is by far going to be the hardest part of the health journey. And I say that because I use my own experience going through a divorce, going through certain alcoholic tendencies where I was looking externally for validation. And the only thing that brought me out of that was journaling, looking super honest in the mirror and asking myself, who do I want to be? Are the actions that I'm doing representing the values that I actually hold dear to me? <clears throat> and so having those conversations and coming to those harsh realities, 
through journaling, through meditation, I was aware of how my actions weren't aligning with my values. And that's so I, I would I would say journaling is helpful mm-hmm. and journaling is a very hard practice, I think, to start for a lot of people because they say, I don't know what I what to write so I can write about how my day was. And I'll be honest, that's what you need to do. That's the <laughs> first step is just getting into the routine of writing. And there's this book. Um, I can't I think it's the artist way or but they say we can include the link below. Yeah, yeah. Once I, I think it's from. <laughs> yeah, but uh, what I what I think is the is helpful in journaling is writing at least a page a day, and if you don't know what to write, you just keep writing because that is that resistance or barrier that you just need to get through, and that's when you start answering those really hard questions about. Why am I not okay with where I'm at right now? Mm-hmm. What it, actions you're taking? What actions I, I, you're, are you taking consistently that aren't aligning with your, your core values? And what is typically seen in most people, there's this gap between who they want to be and who they currently are. And when that gap gets too large, that's when we start getting depressed. Mm-hmm. And so you start with the process of journaling and it could be just a conversation with a friend too. But once you start reducing that gap, you start really owning like I can do this. This is who I am. And you start embodying those healthy values and actions that eventually will evolve to the person you want to be. I love that. Thank you for sharing. And what a great tip. Yeah. Thank you. Real quick, if you haven't already downloaded our Macros and Metabolism Makeover Guide, you're going to want to do that as soon as possible. It's a great resource to learn how to safely and sustainably lose fat and manage your weight on your own without any crazy detoxes or calorie restrictions. Visit our website at prettyhealthyfamily.com or check out the show notes to download it. Okay, back to the episode. We have to start with or we've started with being okay with yourself. That second step is we need to establish some healthy foundations, healthy habits. What are the essential base foundational habits that each person needs to to live by, or at least be a starting place for their health journey? I think one of the simplest ones and the most essential is movement. Um, it's lifting something heavy and it doesn't mean you need to go to the gym every day. That's not what we're asking here. It's figuring out what you enjoy that involves movement. So maybe it's just going for a walk with your little one. It's, uh, maybe it's a Pilates class. Like a lot of women genuinely enjoy Pilates. So whatever enjoyment that whatever you find that you enjoy that allows you to create that healthy habit and make it a part of your life, just go do that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be some big groundbreaking thing. You don't have to, you don't have to, and have to invest in a full home gym <laughs> or even a gym membership. <laughs> no, I mean, it could literally be go, go outside and lift rocks. Like that is a strength plan that works for some people. And if you're a mom, it's lifting your baby up overhead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for a long time, that was my only workout. Yeah, and I walking. Feel, and I feel like, uh, 
In our instance, it's rearranging the furniture because our son <laughs> moves it around, moves around long. so much. Uh, but what we typically see with a lot of people is my best friend does CrossFit. I tried the class and it was I hated it. Or my best friend does Orange Theory and I tried the class and it just wasn't me. That process of trying new things out, that's the best part. Because mm-hmm. you, you try it, it. There is a class pass. I don't know if it's still a thing. It is still a thing. Okay. I get their emails. <laughs> <laughs> so they have this program where you can try a bunch of stuff. I would encourage everyone who's starting out on a health journey, go to class pass, try out as many new things as you can, because you're going to find something that is mildly entertaining for you. Absolutely. And you're going to find a lot of things that you absolutely do never, absolutely never want to do again. And that's okay. That's part of the journey. That's kind of discovering who you are and discovering what it is that you enjoy. And it's, it's being okay with that as part of the process. Mm -hmm. And I think to come back to our first point, first point, just because it was hard or everyone else in that class just seemed so much more athletic or so much more in shape, doesn't mean it was a bad experience or it was a bad class. You have to look at, look within yourself. Did I actually enjoy it and not, did I actually enjoy it in comparison to everybody else? Very true. It's that comparison piece again. Yes. And again, it comes back to being okay (laughs) with where you're at and where you eventually want to go. So if it is something like orange theory, orange theory is very cardio based. Do you enjoy cardio? That's probably a good option. Mm-hmm. If you absolutely hate cardio, then don't go there. <laughs> or you can walk. They give you an option to walk on the treadmill. Yes. When we did Orange Theory, I walked probably 80 plus percent of the time mm-hmm. because I just don't particularly care to run. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I was probably the only person walking in the class. I think I was most of the time. But that goes back to point number one, being okay with yourself. And you so, still enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. And we try to, I say, it's, I do coach CrossFit. Um, we do get a lot of athletes who say, I want to um, enhance my cardiovascular ability or enhance my strength ability. Talking with the coach about what your goals are and having that coach say, well, we're going to I'm going to tell everybody else to do this. When I say that you do this instead, those coaches most of the time are pretty knowledgeable mm-hmm. on how to revise the workouts to help you reach your goals. And the same thing that goes for the clients that work with us. If we program something that you absolutely don't like, just say, hey, coach, let's switch it up a little bit. And guess what? We will. Yeah. (laughs) That's what we're here for. That's literally our job. Um, Yeah. So there's ways to do that. And movement just, it just has to be part of that, that starting point for your health journey and just finding something you enjoy. Mm -hmm. The next step or that has to be really done at the same time is some type of nutritional foundation of protein, some type of vegetable. Mm -hmm. And it's just a matter of figuring out what you like. It's again, it's a trying, it's trying a bunch of different things and figuring out what you like. And if you're the person who says, Oh, I don't like vegetables. It's, it's up to you to find a way to enjoy it, to try new things, to try them cooked different ways, to order it from a different restaurant, whatever Mm -hmm. it takes just to figure out 
how you can incorporate it into your life. So it becomes ingrained as a habit. And that way you can build on that and then add another one. And starting small is super key here, whether it's with movement, whether it's nutrition, it's just getting that little thing down ingrained in part of your life and then adding something else and then adding something else from there. Yeah. And I love that you say start small and eventually we'll get to that end point where I feel like so many people try to start at the end goal when they see an influencer posting their what I eat in a day. They think, oh, I need to eat a green smoothie because I saw a blank person eating a green smoothie. And then I need to have overnight oats for my post-workout. And then I need to eat like this, this and this. That influencer or that person, it took them years for their palate to acclimate to those type of foods. It took years for them to develop the skills of making that a system that works for them. And we have to be okay with it's going to take years for us to develop that same palate or whatever palate works for you mm-hmm. in to, to get to that nutritional point where we eventually would like for you to be at. So if it is a, and I hate these, but like if it is a cupcake, with your broccoli just to make sure you can get it down (laughs) maybe that's day one and then over time your palate starts to acclimate and like i actually do enjoy certain foods but not on day one and that's okay Mm -hmm. and especially with the protein that's something we we start all of our clients with and most of the clients that we see are low on protein in terms of where we would like for them to end up but every single client goes through the same process of Let's first, let's establish a routine of getting a certain amount each day. The next step is let's add five, 10 grams, maybe 20 at most. Any larger steps than that, it largely becomes unsustainable. Mm -hmm. And hard on your digestion too. Hard on your digestion too. (laughs) It is. Um, So the last one that I really wanted to, to talk through is, and we touched on this already a little bit, but enjoying the process. If you're looking at your health plan and workout plan is just something you have to do today to get to a, a, an end goal, then it's it's not going to stick. They mm-hmm. say like the high 90s percent of diets fail. And I feel like that's largely because we look at a diet as a temporary thing. You're not doing the diet to be a temporary thing. You're looking at a diet to become a lifestyle. Absolutely. And I think something that plays into this too, is it's not, yes, you want to, you want to do things in a way that you enjoy them and figuring that out. But sometimes that means shifting your perspective. So something that sometimes it's learning how to enjoy something that will benefit you on your health journey. And that may take some work. And that's not always something that people are willing to do, but that's a piece of it. Mm -hmm. Yes, this is about playing the long game. Yes. And enjoying the process of this is why we, we keep coming back to step one. You have to be okay with where you're at. Step two, let's incorporate some healthy nutrition and healthy movement that you actually enjoy because this is a process that you're going to probably do for the rest of your life. Mm -hmm. So if you don't enjoy any aspect of that, then it's going to be a miserable journey and you're going to eventually quit. And that's what we can't, that's what we don't want for anyone to do. 
Um, we, we talk about this a lot with our clients and as we advertise for our, our client services is my goal is to work myself out of a job that you've adopted so many healthy habits and you understand nutrition and movement in such a way that you probably don't need a coach anymore. I feel like that's the end goal for every client. Absolutely. By the time someone walks away from working with us, they should be able to manage their weight on their own and in a way that is sustainable and even enjoyable. Mm -hmm. It's, it's just creating that independence. We want everyone to have, and that independence can only come with education and trial and error around what works for them and what doesn't work and being okay with what works doesn't work today may work in a couple months from now. So it's being Mm -hmm. okay with that journey. Um, So those are three of the basic, if we're going to simplify health in any way and just focus, what are the three things that everyone should focus on? It's A, be okay with yourself. It's You're the only person who's ever going to be you. (laughs) Be okay with where you're at. Have some foundational values and really those, those guardrails. And then the third one is enjoy the process. Love it. All right. Thanks for joining on Pretty Healthy Family. Thanks for listening to our podcast, and we'll see you next time. If you know you're ready to lose weight and build muscle while simultaneously improving your relationship with food, but would love some additional support, we're here to help you. We know that dieting too strictly for too long can slow your metabolism, and we can help you restore it with our proven PHF method. We've helped hundreds of others reach their physique and health goals without having to give up the foods they love or constantly being on a diet. And we'd love to help you too. Fill out the obligation-free application in the show notes or at prettyhealthycoaching.com.